0: hey everybody welcome to tiw podcast i'm eric and today i watched wwe smackdown episode 1081 and 205 live episode 178 both broadcast on may 8th 2020 this was the last episode of smackdown before this year's money in the bank so i will be talking about uh my predictions and hopes for uh for this pay-per-view i think it's gonna be really really fun and um uh, that'll be at the end of this episode uh i am gonna go real quick through this starting with 205 live because it's the most recent thing i watched um we had jeremy borash join tom phillips in presenting this episode uh that was all about Oni lorkin's uh matches that made him um so he uh we we have video of him working out in his backyard or in some park. I don't know where he is. He might be in some park. Yeah, he, he just slept under a bench beforehand. But uh, he throw- he's throwing around logs in the first clip, and he introduces Starcade 96. So from like December 21st or something like that of uh, 1996. Dean Malenko versus Ultimo Dragon. Uh, it was like seven titles on the line from Ultimo dragon and one title on the line from Dean Malenko and Ultimo dragon won that title off of him to bring his total to eight. Um, and then we had our second pick, uh, that Oni made well, uh, doing squat lifts with his dog, um, or whatever that, that particular exercises. Um, he introduces, uh, from earlier this year. Um, and it was, sometime in february yeah it had to be sometime in february um by his oni lurkin and danny birch versus the brian kendrick and Arya daivari in a no disqualifications match um and that match was really great you should go check it out so two two awesome matches hand picked from the ether by oni lurkin himself and then um Tom got frustrated with uh with Jeremy Borash's uh blatant favoritism towards Drake Maverick because he made up he, he picked him as his uh winner for the the tournament and uh Tom uh, gave up the show to him. So, was this the passing of the torch will Jeremy Borash uh be the lone host from now on for these type of shows for these types of episodes of 205 Live? We'll find out next week. Um all right, so over on SmackDown, we opened up with uh, Mandy getting ready and Sonya getting ready for their match together against each other. Not to well, it is to get but together apart, you know. So yeah, Mandy, Mandy versus Sonya, awesome match. Um, there's uh, like lots and lots of trash talk, of course. But uh, my favorite, I I really really liked this ending. That Mandy was going for that step up, uh, step up knee to the face. I don't know if it has a more specific name than that. But uh, Sonia, Sonia reversed that into a roll up. I thought that was super cool. Um, so Sonia came out on top there. Then we had an eight man tag team match. Lucha House Party, Gran Metalik, and Lince Dorado, uh, joined the New Day. Uh, Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus the Uh Miz and Morrison and the Sons of Anarchy. No, the the Forgotten Sons. Um, and uh Morrison ended up getting the pin. No, the Miz. Oh my gosh, the Miz got the pin. Uh, he pinned Lince after a skull crushing finale. But this is at right after John Morrison did most of the work to get to that point. So. Yeah, those um uh the, tons and tons of stuff throughout that whole match is kind of bonker. I was kind of confused uh, for a moment because there's so much action going on between the non legal people that I wasn't really sure if there there was even tagging taking place or that needed to take place. But as it turned so the basically rules are from what I understand is that the non-legal people can attack the other non-legal people however much they want, and it doesn't matter. They could get in the ring, whatever. It's only when they get in contact with the legal people that it's it, it's really an issue. I guess it's, it's kind of an issue if they're in the ring, but um, if the legal people are outside of the ring, then like you know, it's kind of free for all in, inside and out as long as they're away from the legal folks. Uh, but the legal people can attack the 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 non legal people, and then and that's fine. Uh, but it's when the the other than a breakup, they're allowed one breakup per match, or whatever. The that that rule is pretty loose. But um, yeah, I was a little bit confused. But then the tagging was taking place at the end, so the the ending was pretty clear. Um, Sheamus interrupts the Jeff Hardy interview after Jeff. Is like, well, I'm surprised that Seamus hasn't interrupted me yet. So, that happened. Uh, Bray Wyatt gives Braun uh, a taste of of things to come, offering him the the Black Sheep mask, and Braun just kind of makes fun of Bray. Basically, he says, "Okay, bye, see you Sunday," <laughs> that kind of thing. Then we had Bailey and Sasha Banks take on Lacey and Tamina. Uh, and Tamina won via a Samoan drop to Bailey. So uh, unfortunately I think that's pretty strong indication that Bailey's going to win. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that seems to be the pattern for the most part, but I would be pretty, uh, I would be pretty happy with seeing Tamina, even if it's only for this week, if she loses it again on, on next Friday, it'd be pretty cool to see her get, um get that championship um and i would say like to have her cashed in on the same night again but i really doubt that that there's going to be anything that happens after the money in the bank ladder matches um because they're happening at the same time that's going to be that's going to be the whole last like hour of the show i'm sure i'm so excited for that it's gonna be awesome um then we had uh the the hacker uh talking about the truth that um you you'll hear anger before you see it and uh we hear a voicemail the the voicemail is like disguised uh it's pitch shifted and what so it's like really high pitched it might not even be it it sounds like it was is a um a woman talking but it could have been a guy who was pitched up a whole whole lot i don't know but uh in that voicemail they say payback is coming say, say some other stuff but the main thing is payback is coming i think it'd be really funny because they're talking about the truth will be heard it'd be really funny if the hacker is actually our truth and it's it's this is all leading up to a brand new song by ron killings that would be really funny but um we'll see it's gotta be mustafa ali though it has got the ring of lights that are on his hand um, and then our main event was a six-man tag team match, Baron Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Danny Bryan, Gu- uh Drew Gulak, and their mystery tag team partner, Otis. Um, so Corbin uh, eventually won the match. I I sh- I was I forget what I was doing, but I was do- I was working on some stuff, or maybe I wasn't even working on it. Some- I was maybe even playing a video game. I don't know. But I wasn't really paying attention to this match, so I can't recommend any great moments from it, etc., but the match did end with a deep six delivered to Drew Gulak. Corbin got the win for his team. And then the brawl continued after that. It was a mock ladder match. And I'm thinking, guys, calm down. You're not winning anything. Like, you guys are, like, putting a lot into this. You're, like, really going at it against each other. You're, you're full-on ladder match uh, energy for it. Why are you doing that? <laughs> and we end up with... Um, oh, I I don't even remember who who I think it was Baron Corbin. He he ended up uh, getting to the top of the ladder and getting the, the the briefcase. Hopefully, because the other two guys, Daniel Bryan and Otis, realized. Oh, what's the point? in do why would why would what are we doing? Let's just let him do that because there's he's not actually winning it. Um, I thought also that was amazing that they had every rung of the ladder break as Otis tried to use it. It was like, that's going to be a big problem. They've got to get a reinforced ladder. Maybe the, there'll the be a, an extra special ladder, uh, specifically because of that. Um, but my biggest hope, I don't really care who wins. This is going to be a really fun match, but, uh, I, I, I don't care who wins as long as we get a spot. I've talked about this before i I'm I think I've mentioned this every week forever but um or maybe just last week but um as long as we get the spot where Otis bursts through a wall he goes oh yeah like the kool-aid man then I'll be I'll be happy with the entire match um yeah I don't care what else happens um I don't care who wins as long as we get him bursting through a wall like the kool-aid man um okay so let's talk uh predictions and hopes and dreams for money in the bank uh i guess oh i didn't know this was happening um our truth versus m v p is on the wikipedia page i hadn't heard anything about that um and uh yeah i okay <laughs> that's probably on the no is that on the kickoff show And then why is Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro happening? That's going to be on the kickoff show, according to the Wikipedia page. Um, Why is Well, oh, oh, is Sheamus going to get involved with that? Sheamus and Cesaro back together again on the kickoff, maybe? Oh, that's going to be great. That'll be great. All right, so um, then we have some of these matches I didn't even know were, were happening. Well, oh, those are the only two matches I didn't know were happening. Then we have a, a fatal four way tag team match. Um, the if it's the type of fatal four way where they have to tag in and out, those are so weird. I don't know. I it's it's gonna be it's gonna be there's gonna be some crazy stuff in this match for sure. But that aspect of it, I feel. I feel like these matches are better when it's when it's tornado rules anybody can be in there but um the new day the champions defend against biz and morrison the forgotten sons and lucha house party all the same teams that were in the um eight-man tag team match on this episode of smackdown um i think oh i don't even know if i'd be really surprised if new day drops the championships again, but if they do lose it, I think they will not be involved in the decision. I think uh the Miz will probably get pinned by one of the Forgotten Sons, um, and then we'll get that—that uh, that will be the impetus for the Miz and Morrison breaking up. That's—that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, then we had Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship not in this order necessarily i'm going from the bottom up to the top of the list here but it is none of these things are going to happen the the latter matches the, the whole corporate headquarters thing that's got to be the last like hour of the show um but drew mcintyre versus seth Rollins. i think drew mcintyre wins i'd be really surprised if, if seth rollins won the championship uh so soon um bailey versus tamina like i said i hope tamina wins that would be really cool um but it doesn't seem likely since for the most part uh especially in tag team matches you'll have the challenger defeat or pin the uh the champion in that tag team match so that it looks like they're oh it's gonna be a threat but then the championship the champion stays on top um when the championship is on the line blah 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 blah. but hopefully there's lots of really great story that develops from this that spins out of this from uh especially sasha her involvement with this match or uh non-involvement or a little bit of both we'll see uh braun Strowman versus bray wyatt um i uh from what it seems like he's not going to be fighting the fiend he's going to be fighting bray uh in the sweater and all that so um if there might there might be some some fiend shenanigan type stuff that happens here um i kind of I, I mean i want bray win bray to win uh but if he's fighting as bray wyatt then that might not be uh, uh that might not be possible and it could be building up to the fiend going after braun, braun Strowman for uh hurting bray or whatever then we have the two ladder matches uh, on the Met. they're happening at the same time, We're going up ten floors of the the WWE corporate headquarters onto the roof. Um, I've said that there's there might be a helicopter involved. It's uh, there, been alluded to that there somebody is going to go get thrown off the roof at the hands of AJ Styles specifically, um, but. Uh, yeah, any number of things could happen. I thought it was interesting. Monday night, they had the tour, the video tour of the, the headquarters uh, narrated by Byron Saxon. It was the exact same thing with the exact same script, the exact same script, I'm pretty sure, by Corey Graves on Friday. So that was kind of, kind of funny. I wonder if we could play them on top of each other, how much they would match up. But uh, what would that be? It would be um Byrie by by byry graveston would be the fused name it's so dumb anyway um so if dan Rey Mysterio, alistair black king corbin otis and aj styles it'd be awesome if otis won um but i've i think alistair black Alist- I, i'm rooting for otis and alistair black the rest of them they they don't need it or they've won it before actually AJ Styles winning it would be awesome too because he has not won it before basically I want somebody who hasn't won it yet to, to win it but not Rey Mysterio but not Ray Mysterio oh whatever whoever whoever gets it it's fine um I just want to see Kool-Aid man woman. And, uh, on the women's side and, and they're happening at the same time. So there could be involvement with each other. We could see, uh, who would most likely team up with each other to help each other out. Um, I think maybe nobody, none of them have really interacted with each other at all. Yeah. I don't even know, but, um, Oscar versus Shada versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmela. I really want Asuka to win. Um, I think a lot of people have uh, resigned themselves to Shayna or Nia winning. Um, And and pretty much everybody's written off, everybody on SmackDown, myself included. I don't really see any of them winning it. But um, if they did, uh, well, I guess all three, all, all of them would be making history by doing it. I mean, it's only the third year, fourth fourth year of the Women's Money in the Bank ladder matches, but um, yeah, I'm just rooting for Asuka because she'll be great. She'll be great. Just be she'll 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 be great. She's a, she she is great anyway. She'll be even. She'll also be great with the Money in the Bank contract. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's my predictions and hopes. Mostly hopes for money in the bank as I'm recording this later tonight. Um, I'm recording this early Sunday morning. Um, so uh, I'll be back real soon with uh, my thoughts on the pay per view. Um, so let me know what you think, what you thought about this episode of SmackDown and 205 Live by tweeting me at podcast. Go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.